Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Uh, You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. Yep. So we are continuing on with our sports theme. <laughs> yeah, go sports. Go sports. And so today we are doing A League of Their Own, which mm-hmm. is a baseball classic. Oh, so yeah. Unfortunately, with everything going on, baseball season should have started, but, you know, with everything, yeah, that didn't happen. So Yeah, unfortunately, with this COVID... 19 stuff there's yeah. no really kind of Sports creating team. a new league of some sort to entertain people exactly <laughs> so do you have the but, synopsis um i do yes um this one comes from internet movie database as usual two sisters join the first female professional baseball league and struggle to help it succeed amidst their own growing rivalry yeah so all right well you ready to get started i am yeah so it opens up with an older woman, and it looks like she's packing and getting ready. And yeah. it just kind of pans over some old pictures of um, her and her family and her husband. Yep. And at one point, she actually kind of touches one of the pictures of her, like an old picture of her and her husband. Yeah. And we find out in a minute why. From there, uh, her we find out her daughter enters the room mm-hmm. and she actually throws like this ancient looking uh, <laughs> uh catcher's glove yep and she goes here you might need that and dotty uh the older woman is named dotty she was asking about you know like where'd you find this and the daughter was like it was with all the stuff that you know came over from the house yeah I love it, though, because Dottie takes it and she starts pounding on it. And she's like, it needs oil. <laughs> I bet it does. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's been in storage for that long. Yeah. <laughs> and so <clears throat> all of a sudden, though, she's like, I'm not going. And she tries to unpack some of her stuff. Yeah. And the mom and um, her daughter is, you know, try- telling her mom, like, you need to go. Right. And she's the, like, when do you, when are you going to get it that what you did was so important? Right. And the mother's brushing it off with just a, well, you know, it really wasn't that important to me at the time. I was yeah. just doing it because I wanted to. It was just for fun. Right. And that kind of becomes like a thing throughout like the whole movie. Yeah. Really, if you think about it. That's true. Yeah. And so, you know, finally the daughter, uh, you know... Because it turns out the reason why um, why Dottie is doing this also is um, her husband had passed away. And so obviously she's been very depressed and oh, yeah. sad. Yeah, I'm sure. And, you know, the, the mom, or I'm sorry, the daughter is just like, you know, pretty much you need to like leave the house. <laughs> you know, it's like you've been in this room for a long time. Yeah. But eventually her daughter talks her mom into coming downstairs, kind of basically talks her into going. So they exit out of the house, and on their way out, her grandkids are playing in the driveway. They're playing basketball. Yeah. And, you know, the the grandmother says her little goodbyes to him, tells the older son, hey... Well- Older grandkid, go easy on your younger brother. I just think it's funny, though, because whenever she comes out or whatever, 
um, the older grandson's like, Grandma's out of the room. Was there a fire? Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I forgot it. about that. She just didn't want to ever, like, leave the room. <laughs> Which I can't really blame her. It's like, well, you know. yeah, it's very sad. I mean, I know the daughter's trying to get her out of the house, but, I mean, everybody grieves in their own way. Right. So, you know, maybe her form of grieving just kind of took the shape of well, and we not also, wanting to get out for a long time. Well, and it would have been very soon because it's like if she had said, because later on she tells you know, one of the other ladies that he passed away this win- this past winter. Right. So it's Which probably, would be spring, I would Yeah, it's think. probably spring. So it would have been only a couple months. Yeah. Since opening day would have been, well, it would have just been like last, the end of last month, really. Yeah. I mean, I don't know March. when they, when they opened up that part of the um, Hall of Fame. Though, yeah. Well, that's true. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. So they say their goodbyes and they're on their way. <laughs> And the modes of transportation they take yeah. to get to the baseball field where everybody is going to initially meet and play a little. Well, because Dottie, Dottie even tells her daughter, she's like, she's like, you know, car, plane, bus ride. Yeah. Is what she's like, you know, and the daughter's like, well, you'll sleep on the plane. Keep going. Because she's trying to, you know, push yeah. her mom out, you know. And this little, <laughs> this little montage they show if. They're in their car, and then they don't really... They don't show the plane. They didn't show the plane. Okay. No. Yeah, they didn't show the plane. They just show the car, and then the plane, the, the bus, bus ride. yeah. So just watching the film kind of made you start to go, well, did they ever take a plane at all? That's a, um, a bus ride is very long. Right. But anyway, so like you said, they show like a little montage of them in the car, and then they yeah. show the bus traveling along, and it shows her getting off... Um, at uh at one of the stadiums yeah and you know she's kind of looking around you know in awe and um she heads in and of course you know all these memories start flooding you know her mind and stuff right and um it just it kind of just shows her kind of standing there and then we fade into i'm assuming it's actual news footage yeah i think i think it was a mix of both both original and news they created for right the movie because they had the actor who played mr harvey right in the little news footage and stuff and uh but basically the news footage was talking about how you know that all that um all the men and stuff are going overseas for the war and they included you know like joe dimaggio and just like all these different players that yeah are you know are heading off for war and, you know, kind of what are they going to do now that, you know, the men are fighting overseas. Right. And they're talking about how, you know, um, I forgot his name, but the the guy or whatever um, was going to form. Mr. Harvey? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Harvey, you know, from um, Harvey Candy Bars or whatever, supposedly yeah. is what, you know, he owned. Yeah. That they were going to, you know, start... <laughs> Instead of having men, since they were off for the war, that they were going to form a you know a women's uh, baseball league. Yeah, and after that little after that fades, if they it cuts to a women's not like an I'm guessing it's probably like a minor league or yeah. just a little softball league. Yeah, but it's a bunch of women playing softball, and you see Dottie and her sister Kit or Kid Kit with okay. a T. I've been writing "kid" throughout my entire notes here. Nice. <laughs> uh, we see you see Dottie and Kid, Kit. I'm sorry, 
You see Dottie and Kit, they're... <laughs> well, Kit is up at bat, and, you know, she uh, ends up striking out after um, trying to hit some high balls. Yeah. And her sister tells her, she's like, hey, lay off the high ones. And she's like, you know, or I'm sorry, she goes up to bat, and as she's going up there, um, her sister uh, Dottie is telling her, you know, lay off the high ones. And she's like, I like the high ones. And they yeah. joke, and they're like, mule and nag. And so Kit goes up there to bat, and while she's up there batting, we see John Lovitz, who is playing a... Um, He's playing a baseball scout. Yeah. But I, I can't remember his character's name. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But yeah, so he's playing a scout. So he's watching Kit at bat. Yeah. And sure enough, she keeps, she swings at the high ones. And so she misses two of them. And on the third one, it's a high one. And she decides not to swing. And it was a strike. And oh, so yeah. at that point, she actually is kind of pissed. And, you know, she kind of storms off or whatever. And so now Dottie is up to bat. And of course, you know, she blasts one and, you know, they oh, yeah. end up winning the game. Knocks it out of the park. And mm-hmm. I think the bases even had a, a couple of girls I on them. I think so, like, yeah. Not like loaded or nothing. No. But I think maybe first and second or first and yeah. third or something like that. But anyway, so of course they end up, you know, winning the game. And poor Kit, man. She's, you know, feeling like crap. Yeah. And she's walking off and there's some older guy that is like, Hey, good thing your sister bailed you out. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know. Yeah. And so at that point, you see them and the two sisters are walking together and they're, you know, heading home after the game. And um, it turns into just, you know, a, a competition at that point. Right. Because, oh, go ahead. Well, they're, because they're kind of <laughs> talking about how, you know, yeah, you know, why. She mocks the guy that, you know, and said, oh, yeah, good thing your sister bailed you out. Right. She's just just pointing out how, you know, everything always seems to go right for Dottie. Right. Like, even her parents are like, you know, this is our daughter, Dottie. Mm -hmm. And this is our other daughter, Dottie's sister. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she she doesn't even get, like, her own recognition. Exactly. She's like, you know, they should have just had you and, you know, gotten a dog. Is what (laughs) what she says. Yeah. Which I don't really blame her for be for feeling like that. That would be really mm-hmm. that would make you feel like you're second best or less than or not good enough, right? Because yeah, like you said, they when they introduce them, it's always you know this is our daughter Dottie and yeah. this is our other daughter Dottie's sister. Yeah, it's like that sucks. Yeah, and so from there though, it starts off as you know they end up walking. You know, she's like, well, why are you walking so fast? And she's like, I don't know, because you were walking fast and. Uh, Kit is like, what, you won't even let me walk faster than you? And Dottie's like, okay, sure. And so you see, and it just turns into this match about, you know, it goes from, you know, walking fast into a straight up, you know, running. Right. Like a little foot race or something crazy like that. And so, you know, of course, you know, you hear off in the background, Dottie's like, I win. And, you know, Kit's like, barely. Yeah. And um, (laughs) you see a car actually heading towards the house. Mm -hmm. And the next scene is them and they're milking cows. And, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do. And John Lovett's, his character comes in and he is like, hey. And they kind of, you know, look up at him. They're like, hey, yourself. (laughs) And he's like, 
he's like, wow. He's like, doesn't that hurt them? You know, talking about, of course, that milking. And right. they're like, you know, well, it doesn't seem to. And he's like, well, it freaked the hell out of me. <laughs> and of course, now they ask, you know, so who are you? And that's right. whenever he mentions that he's a baseball scout. Kind of asking, like, you know, have you heard, you know, the, about this uh, women's league that they're going to be doing? Yeah. And, you know, um, asking, like, if, if they're interested or asking really Dottie if she's interested. Right. Yeah. Because Dottie is not really on board Mm-mm. at first. No. Or at all, really. Yeah. But Kit is all on it. I mean, right. she wants to go and play baseball for real. Right. And he's he was kind of explaining, like, you know... Um, you know, we're, you know, we're looking for, uh, you know, women baseball players. And at that point, Kate is just excited. She's like, I'll go. She's like, you know, is there anything I need to sign or something? And he says, he's like, I don't want you. Right. He's like, I want her, someone who can actually hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And Dottie at this point actually stands up for Kit, And she's like, you know, well, she's a pitcher. Um, you know, she didn't pitch today because she pitched the day before. And he's like, well, you know, thanks for the extra glimpse into her life, but I want you. (laughs) He's like, you I saw, you I liked, you know, so come on, you know, do we have a deal? And she's like, no, you know. Yeah. And Kit is kind of like, well, Dottie, you know, kind of like, what are you talking about? Right. What do you, what do you do? Because whenever he first pitched this to them, their pay was going to be $75 a week. Right. I don't know what year this is exactly. Would have been 19, I think it was like 1943. Okay. So. So, well, yeah, that's true. It would have been near the end of the war because by the time the first season was almost over, they're talking about how things are looking up with the war and the, yeah. all the boys will be coming home soon, hopefully. Right. So, yeah. But in for the 1940s, I can imagine 75 bucks a week yeah. would have been very good money. Right. And he also explains, too, he's like, you know... You have, like, the look that we're going for. Right. You know, we're going for, you know, pretty girls. And she tells him, she's like, look, I'm married. My husband is overseas. Right. And he's like, look. He's like, I'm talking looky-looky, no touchy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he he tells, and then at that point, after all that, and her saying, like, no, she doesn't, you know, Dottie doesn't want to do it. Um, he tells, he tells them, or I'm sorry, he tells Kit, because... He ends up feeling on her, the top of her arm. Right. Or and whatever. he's like, he realizes that she's got she's some muscle got in muscle. there. And he tells her, he's like, look, if she comes, then you can come too for tryouts. Yeah. He's like, you know, if it stinks, you, you know, you just need to pay, for, you know, for a train ticket. Right. Which, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much a train ticket would be. Yeah, I don't know. From, I think they're in. They were in Washington Oregon. State? No, Oregon. Oregon. So they're going from Oregon to. Illinois. Illinois. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure a train ticket wasn't cheap, cheap, cheap. But, right. I mean, like you said, all you have to lose is a train ticket back right. home if you if you don't make it. Right. And so for the next scene, Kit and uh, Dottie are trying to get everything you know set up and ready for dinner. You know, they're setting the table. Yeah. And Kit at this point is begging Dottie. Right. And what it boils down to, um, you know, they're setting the table and. Um, you know, Dottie is talking about how, you know, look, like, I'm married, I'm happy, you know, let's not confuse things. And Kit is like, you know, kind of like, can't you, can't you do this for me? You know, don't you want to be a part of something, you know, something special? Right. And <laughs> from, 
from the other room, you hear the parents, and the parents are significantly older. Right. And, you know, the mom, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. <laughs> and kids, you know, kid, you know, looks at Dottie. She's like, I got to get out of here. She's yeah. like, I'm nothing here. Right. Because I think both of these women are definitely in their 20s. Oh, for sure. Because um, Dottie's already married. Yeah. But her husband is, you know, like you yeah, said, he's, he's overseas. Overseas fighting. Yep. And so they're both, I mean, especially Kit, because she's not married, she doesn't have yeah much, not that not, not, she doesn't have anything, I'm not trying to, not saying that, but she doesn't have what Dottie has. Right. And so she's just kind of looking for either an escape or a exactly. way out or just something to occupy her time. Right. And I mean, you know, she loves playing baseball. Right. So it's like, why not? Exactly. Um, and so for the next scene, it's uh, outside of a... a uh, we see like the train and stuff, and I don't know who he's talking to. I I I almost asked you when we were watching the movie who that what that salesman was selling. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to sell like war bonds or like what you know was Gracious. going on. Sorry about our dogs. Yeah, again, uh, but yeah, he yeah he was, but he was really bragging about how his sales were up. Like he said, 412% or 112% and, yeah, over... Yeah, he's like, and this with the war on. Yeah. And it's so, like, yeah, way to be, you know, super excited about making money off a of tragedy there, buddy. Right. And jo- uh, John Lovitz was funny, though, because he starts his, like, little laugh. He's like, you know, he's like, if I was you, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I, lo- I love John <laughs> just Lovitz. Just his voice. His delivery. Yeah. And just everything. This guy, is, he's, he's good. Yeah. And, and he's so, got, a, like, a voice, like an old-timey voice, so right. he fits, like, right in. Right. Like, he sounds like your stereotypical, like, old-time gangster guy yeah like he he should be doing voice work for an old old uh movie not movie i'm sorry radio program right like the programs used to come on like orphan annie and stuff like that yeah so anyway so he stands up to move and then that's whenever you see dotty and kit running after starting to run after the train that has just you know left and you know that you know they're running they're trying to get to the train and of course they end up getting on the train yep and uh, he's like, did you tell the cows you'd write? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they finally make it on board, mm-hmm. which they can't really slow the train no, down. No, of course I mean, not. it's got to leave. It's got to yeah. leave on time. It's like anything that has a schedule. Like if you're on a cruise and you're told to be back on the dock by such and such time, that cruise ship ain't waiting for you. No. It's going to go. So, But they're running down the tracks and they're running to try to get on this train. And all I can think of is like, what if they didn't, like, what if their foot slipped? I know, right? You know, it would Going be, under the tracks. It would be pretty tragic. This is a dangerous thing to do. It is. So but any, they make it on. Yeah, so, you know, they finally sit down and Kit actually asks, you know, so when are we going to get to Chicago? Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, well, he's like, I, we got to stop off in Fort Collins, Colorado. He's yep. like, I got to look at another girl. And yeah. Just the way he says it. <laughs> he's like, hope you're not jealous. <laughs> and so the next scene is inside of a building and we see this uh, woman batting and she ends up hitting one, you know, through a window. Oh, yeah. And she's like, sorry, you know, and the guy's like, it's okay, honey, good form, you know? Yeah, she's got, like, an impressive hit. Mm-hmm. So they're in, the, they're in this big, well, it's a school gymnasium yeah, is what it is. Yeah, that's what it looks like, yeah. And she's at one end of the building, and they've got it set up like a traditional baseball pitcher's, right. you know, area. And she hits these balls, 
And almost every single one flies out of the window or all the, almost knocks somebody on the other side of the room. And then I love it because, you know, the her dad is like, okay, Marla, now lefty. And all the guys that are in there are like, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't want to. So sure enough, you know, she hits a couple more. And then at that point, you know, the uh, John Lovitz's character is like, okay, you know, you can bring her over. Yeah. And um, the guy tells, you know, the other men, you know, okay, hit the showers. Yep. And so Marla walks over and her head's kind of down and she's got a, a hat on. And, yeah. you know, he tells her, the dad tells her, you know, we'll take off your cap, honey. You know, and so she does. And first thing that John Lovitz go, does is go, oh. <laughs> Poor Marla. I know. They really did her, this actress up to look really very kind of plain and frumpy. Yeah. Or, you, you know, all your, um, oh gosh, my words are leaving me. Um, but they, they really made her out to look yeah just really kind of bad, like really tomboyish. She was raised as a boy, basically. Right. And so, yeah, he goes, uh, and then yeah. he's like, we'll let you know. And as, as soon as he says that, Marla starts to cry and she's like, you know, daddy, I'm sorry. And, uh, John Lovitz, you know, tells Dottie and Kit, you know, come on. He's like, you know, we're going to miss the train. Let's go. Let's go. And they're like. Why, you know, aren't you taking her? Right. And he's like... Because she's great. I mean, she hits left and yeah. right-handed for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, she's great. Why not? And he's like, well, have you ever heard of General Omar Bradley? They're like, yeah. And he's like, well, there's two, you know, there's a very strong resemblance. <laughs> Jeez. And, and Kit's like, wait, you're not taking her because she's not pretty? And he's like, well, look who decided to show up. <laughs> yeah. All right, you know, grab your bags, let's go. And they immediately put the bags down. Yeah. And he's like, you know, pick those suitcases up, let's go. And then at that point, Marla's dad actually goes to talk to him. And he's like, you know what? He's like, hey, mister, he's like, I know my daughter isn't as pretty as, you know, these other girls. He's like, but that's my fault. He's like, you know, I raised her to be like a little boy. Right. You know, he's like, I didn't know any better. Because it was, because he says it's just him and her. Yeah, the mom His wife died. passed yeah. and they never had any other children. Right. And so he raised her basically the only way he really knew how, which is yeah. him being a man. He only yeah. probably really knew about boys and how to raise right. boys. And so, and that's what he says. He's like, look, she loves to play and, you know, don't punish her, you know, because of how, you know, because of my mistakes. Right. And so the next Which scene. Which wouldn't really be mistakes. I well, mean, yeah, but. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's, it's the period and they're, they're being right. authentic to the stereotypes. Exactly. And the... All right. So the next scene is Marla and her dad and they're sitting inside of a train station. And the yeah. dad is talking about how, you know, gosh, you know, I wish you had a better mitt. And Marla is like, you know, maybe I shouldn't go. And he's like, no. He's like, you can relace it. It'll be fine. And she's like, no. She's like, I mean, you know, who's going to cook for you and take care of you? Right. Which I can, I, you know, I kind of feel yeah. bad for her because she does. She feels like she's yeah. abandoning her father and stuff right. and that he won't, that she just feels bad. Yeah. And he tells her, he's like, you know, don't worry about me. He's like, you're going to go play baseball. Right. And she, you know, is like, well, she's like, I'm not going to know anybody. And he tells her, you know, Marla, he's like, you know, sometimes you just have to take a chance, basically. That's true, though. Yeah. And yep. so, you know, of course, she gives her, you know, gives him a big hug. And, uh, you know, <laughs> she goes out there and, you know, um, he's like, I'm sorry. Um, John Lovitz is like. 
see how it works is the trains moves, not the station. <laughs> yeah. You know, so of course, you know, they get on the train or yeah. whatever. And I like I like this scene whenever as it's kind of starting to play out and fade out mm-hmm. and stuff. Did you notice as the train's rolling out, you see this American flag and the reflection yeah. just as it's about to kind of fade yeah, out to cause... the next day at the uh tryouts and stuff yeah because well because marla was in the window of you know the train window yeah again you know waving at her dad saying goodbye and you know the dad is like you know i love you marla and you know he does the the like a little batter you know type thing and yeah that's whenever you see the reflection of the american flag (laughs) as she's you know waving goodbye usa yeah usa (laughs) right (laughs) and so the next scene you see the three you know women or whatever and they're walking down a tunnel Mm -hmm. and John Lovitz goes, hey, cowgirls, see the grass? Don't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) I love John Lovitz. I do too. Just about everything he's ever in is just great, whether it's like a serious or a comedy. Right. Which I think, I don't know. Well, this isn't a John Lovitz podcast. It's not. But I want to say I thought maybe most of his stuff has probably been comedies. I'm sure. But anywho. Yeah, so they're at the tryouts and they merge out of this tunnel and it's just the field, the baseball field, is just full of women. Yeah. They're all practicing. They're warming up, getting ready for the tryouts. And Lovitz is, tells them, well, this is where I leave you. Yep. And they're like, well, and, why, why are you going? He's like, I did my job. Yeah. I got you guys and I got you here. So now I'm off to yeah. home to yeah. my wife. And yeah. says a little He says, tickle else. my pickle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he's like, yeah. field, tryouts, play, that's it, get lost, you know? And <laughs> yes. so at that point, yeah, the three women start walking and uh, we're introduced to Rosie O'Donnell's character, uh, mm-hmm. Doris, and Madonna's character, uh, May. Yeah. And Doris has a bat and she's doing this trick and she's telling May, she's like, hey, she's like, check out what I can do. And she's balancing this bat Right. Like on on top of her thumb or whatever. She's balancing it somehow. And May's not impressed. Yeah, she's like, like, well, that's a great trick. She's like, so? She's like, yeah, but I'm not done yet. She's like, watch (laughs) this. And she flips it over and, you know, catches it. Yeah. And yeah, May is just like, you know, kind of like, yeah, that's it. And she's like, what? She's like, you couldn't do it. May's like, yeah, I could. I could do that. And she's like, how long did that take you? And she's like... It took me about a year, you know, <laughs> not including the one time the bat hit me right in the head. Bam. Gosh. Yeah, she said she spent two months in the hospital because of that. I guess. Like, good Lord. What did you, what were you, why? I know, right? <laughs> and I just love it. She's like, yeah, a bat hit, hit me right in the head. Bang. And May goes, really? She's like, well, you know, it, it must have hit your behind because that looks really swollen. <laughs> and Doris is nice. like well, what the hell kind of thing is that to say? And she's like, I'm nervous. And at that point, after registering, um, Dottie and the two other girls approach and, you know, they're May and, uh, May and Doris are like, yeah, what are you looking at? And they're like, nothing. And Kit's like, are all these girls going to be in the league? And May's like, you know, you wish, you know, they're like, there's going to be four teams, 16 girls to a team. Yeah. And then, Dottie immediately is like 64 girls and and they're like what are you a genius <laughs> and uh may is like well she's like some of you you know are gonna have to go home you know and they're and um 
Kit's like, what do you mean some of us? And at that point, they had their backs turned to to them. Yeah. And May goes, do it. And um, uh, Doris turns around and she throws a ball and Dottie catches it in one hand. Right. Completely, you know, gloveless, you know, just barehanded. Right. Because she's like a catcher. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a really good catcher. Yeah. And I love it because May is like, okay, some of them are going home. <laughs> and Doris is like, excuse me, how did you do that? Hello? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, catching a baseball with your bare hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, depends on how hard it was thrown. That can hurt yeah, bad. for sure. And so at that point, they're like, geez, let's go practice. <laughs> they're like, she <laughs> caught it with her bare hands. <laughs> and then we get another... It's kind of like a longish, uh, you know, tryout type uh, section of the movie. Um, Yeah. There's also, while the training is going on, there's also on the radio, there's a woman reading about, you know, how uh, this women's baseball league is a bad idea. Right. You know, um, women are supposed to be feminine. You know, what are the men going to come home to? Right. You know, with their, their women, you know, not being... Exactly. In the kitchen and doing supposedly what they're supposed to do. Right. But after like this whole training thing, um, we cut to some names being posted on a board. Right. And um, one of the coaches is like, you know, if you made it, you know, your name will be on one of these four lists. You know, okay, go find your name. So, of course, you know, everybody rushes to go, you know, find their name. And, you know, you see a couple of girls are all excited and you see Kit, and of course, she, you know, made the team, and she's like, I made it, and she actually jumps on top of Dottie. Right. And she's like, <laughs> and Dottie is like, what? And she's like, a Rockford Peach. She's like, I made it. I can stay. And, um, you know, at that point, everybody is sitting down, uh, except for one woman. The guy coach or whatever is about to talk to everybody until yep. he notices her, and he's like, you know, excuse me. He's like... Um, is your, you know, is you, are you on the cut list? And she, you know, is looking kind of scared and sad and stuff. And he's like, look, he's like, I'm sorry, but if you've been cut, then you need to leave the field. Yeah. And she, you know, is just kind of looking. And at that point, one of the women notices, you know, and she goes up to the woman and she's like, you know, can you read, honey? And she's like, no. And so she asks, you know, the woman's name and she says that Shirley Baker. Yep. So the woman starts scanning the list and she's like, this is you. She's like, you know, you're with us. You're a Rockford peach. And so, you know, she goes and sits down with the team. And so at that point, um, the coach mentions that um, he's going to be coaching the the Racine team and right. the other teams will be having coaches soon. And, um, you know, at the end of practice, they need to be fitted for their uniforms. <laughs> Which and now we're introduced to the what the uniform is yeah, going to be. Yeah, the uniform, this woman comes out and it's literally a top and a short skirt. Yeah. And <laughs> all the women are just like, you can't slide in that. And, you know, somebody's like, excuse me, that's a dress. That's half a dress. <laughs> and May's like, excuse me, that's not a baseball uniform. He, and uh, Doris is like, yeah, what do you think we are? Ball players or ballerinas? And uh, Kit, you know, kind of turns to Dottie and she's like, that's short. And Dottie is like, short. She's like, I'm going to have to squat in that thing. (laughs) And um, you hear one woman talking about how, you know, I can't wear that. My husband will kill me. And at that point, Mr. Lowenstein, who I think was uh, Harvey, Mr. Harvey's like kind of second man or whatever in charge, is talking about how, 
that, you know, he's like, I have over a third of girls who would wear, you know, a bathing suit if I asked them. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the girls that got cut. I mean, which is kind of true, but I mean, that uniform is just a little bit unrealistic. It's not, yeah. But it's pretty clear that it's not, this isn't serious at all in the beginning. No, no, not I at all. I mean. So, yeah, um, you know, of course, after the women see the uniform, uh, May makes the joke. She's like, well, there's no pockets for my cigarettes. Yeah. And this is whenever Lowenstein breaks it down. He's like, well, there is no smoking. And then he said, there's also no drinking and no men. And May actually stands up to like leave, but Doris <laughs> kind of shoves her back down. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he's, you know, at that point, he's explaining the rules. So there's none of that. And he mentions that every team is going to have, you know, a chaperone. Yep. And that, you know, plus they're going to have to basically go to charm school. Yeah. And Doris is like, well, for what? And he's like, because every woman that's going to be in the league is going to be a lady. And Marla gets this look on her face like, ugh. You know, like, <laughs> she looks scared. terrified. Yeah. She's like, oh, no. Yep. And so now we're at charm school or finishing school or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And uh, the uh, charm teacher is teaching them like this thing to do with their arms. and. Yeah, I don't really know what I, that move is or I what it's called. I don't know either. But yeah, basically showing them how to flow smoothly yeah. and step and walk. And I just love how stand. Marla does it. She just brings her arm up and it <laughs> like an it elephant right trunk yeah, or something. Exactly. Just the other <laughs> women are doing it nice and slow and pretty gracefully, and she's just yeah, it's clunky as hell. <laughs> and yeah, so they're just showing like different charm school things. They're showing that and um, uh, basically how to like drink tea. Yeah. And this would have been me. I would have pulled a Doris. She's just sitting there. She's eating the cookies that are there and <laughs> drinking the tea. It's like, yeah, that would have been me. And then, um, you know, of course, they had to do the whole posture thing with the book on their head. Oh, yeah. Standing up straight mm -hmm. and all that good jazz. And then also sitting correctly. And she's like, you know, right over left. And she's like, always remember, a lady reveals nothing. And that just sends Kit into a Yeah, she starts laughing. Yeah. So, um, and from there, this is whenever she gives her, um, she gives each of the women, like if they need some sort of makeover, you know, type of thing. Right. So she Things goes to focus on or mm -hmm. whatever. And so, of course, she gets to Kit, you know, and Dottie. And of course, they're perfect. Yeah. They get to Marla and she goes, she, of course, gives that same like, oh, look. Yeah, and, poor Marla. Uh, I know. And the, the lady that was helping her, she's like, so what do you suggest? And the lady's like, a lot of night games. Jeez. It's like, <laughs> just come on, guys. I know. Um, and so from there, um, we're at Mr. Harvey's, you know, huge ass house. Yes. And we're introduced to Jimmy Dugan, played yes. by Tom Hanks, who is, of course, amazing. <laughs> national treasure. National freaking treasure. <laughs> So anyway, um, and you can tell he's kind of stumbling around and heart, you know, Mr. Harvey's going through, you know, all this BS about his house. And right. Finally, he tells Jimmy, he's like, look, he's like, I want you to coach, you know, one of the women's uh, uh, baseball teams. And he's right. like, oh, you know, and. Uh, Which Jimmy, he's not on board with this at no, all. No, not at all. Because like he told harvey he said you know i used back when jimmy he, played like he yeah. was he was like an american all-star basically oh yeah he you goes know, through he, all the stats talking about how you know 
I got, you know, at the World Series, I got two, you know, two in the World Series, two right. uh, you think, yeah, home think, runs in the World yeah, Series. Yeah, in one game alone, he's he got two home yeah. runs. And Just, I think career-wise, it was like 58 or something in 19-whatever, Yeah, he said. He just, but yeah, he's trying to point out, like, really? He's like, you want me to coach girls when I've got, you know, like, this is my record. Right. You know, and you want me to coach a bunch of women. But like Harvey pointed out, he's like, you're a drunk. Yeah. He's like, when was the last time that you, you drank something? And he's, he's like... He's like, well, you know, I haven't drank in, you know, I forget how long he said. And he's like, well, good for you. And he's like, well, I haven't had the money for it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, he's... he's an extremely unreliable person exactly. because he's a drunk all the time. Right. So that's basically why Harvey's saying is like, look, mm-hmm. you're gonna do this and you're you're just, you know, because there's nothing else for you to do. We can't right. trust you with anything else. Exactly. And uh, he reluctantly takes the job and it goes from that. Now we see that it's uh, time for the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see the women are all in, their, in the locker room and they're getting ready kind of getting all their gear on and they're talking about the big game that's about to happen and talking about their new coach who's about the show and well they're and they're like well you know where is he he's like it's almost game time right and one girl they, like, they haven't met the coach at all at this right point. but they've heard that it was going to be jimmy dugan right because one one of the women has a baseball card his yeah. card right she was going to have him autograph so she could give it to her husband when he comes home from the war right and um, one of the, the other players is like, oh, she's like, can I see that? And she's like, okay. She's like, but be careful because if anything happens to that car, George will come back from the Pacific and he'll kill me. <laughs> Which we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. Well, anyway, so Jimmy comes in and he's stumbling and, you know, kind of crashing around. And, you know, he heads directly to the urinal mm-hmm. and he starts to pee. And yeah. all the women are just like, oh, <laughs> you know, like not wanting to like look or whatever. Yeah, like he didn't even acknowledge that the room uh-uh. was full of women. He didn't even have the courtesy to like maybe wait until they left for the game. Right. And then use the restroom and so, then come out. Yeah, so it's just this this scene of like him peeing and it's taking forever. It's a really long time. And, so, and you hear Rosie in the back, well, uh, Doris in the Doris, background. Doris, yeah. And she's, like, telling girls to, like, time it. They're yeah. taking bets on how sh- long he's going to be peeing. And sure enough, May grabs one of the girls' watches, and she starts to time it. And it's, I mean, he's still going and stuff and so until he's finally not. Yeah. And then May is like, boy, that was some good peeing. <laughs> and then, so he starts walking off, and that's whenever Betty is like, you know, hey, can you sign my husband's baseball card? And he just takes it and rips it apart and, you know, throws the pieces. And he, like, leaves. And uh, Doris is like, well, you know, nice meeting you. Yeah, right. At that point, the girls are freaking out because they're like, you know, well, he didn't give us a lineup. Right. He made no assessment. No. He didn't give them their roles. You know, who's going to play when. Right. Nothing. Exactly. So now, you know, um, Dottie is like, you know, it's okay. She's like, you know, we'll, we'll get this figured out. So Dottie says, you know, May, you know, and yeah. go from there. So, that, yeah, they just come up with, like, their own. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which actually kind of works for the most part. Right. So it's time for the game, and you see the women are all coming out. Well, actually, first Jimmy comes out because that's yeah. his, it's what Mr. Harvey told them. Yep. Basically, go out you know, there, just wave go out there your and be hat. a face. Yep. Yeah. Wave your little hat in so the air. And... He walks out there, waves his hat, and they're cheering for him. And he's cursing all the fans under he's his like, breath. like, this is all bullshit and you can kiss my ass. <laughs> and then he goes back in, you know, down. And then they announce, you know, the Rockford Peaches. And yep. so all the women go out there and they're standing out there. And um, 
yeah, like there's hardly anybody there. Right, the stands fans. are mostly empty. Yep. And the ones that are there are actually heckling them exactly. as they're coming out of the... Hey, lift up your skirt. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And one of the ladies is like, are they laughing at us? And they're like, yeah, they're laughing at us. Yeah, just keep smiling and mm-hmm. waving and we'll, you know, play soon. Right. And so, you know, everybody takes the field at that point at their positions. And there's this one heckler that gets on top of the dugout and he like rolls up his pants legs trying to pretend like it's a skirt. Right. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a ball player. <laughs> and idiot. the the <laughs> one of the ladies just takes the ball and she throws it and hits him. I mean, that's a pretty it. good yeah. throw cuz she was all the way in second base. Mm-hmm. And this guy was on the on the team's dugout roof. Right. And so, you know, they all kind of look at her and she's like, "It slipped." <laughs> and like, so, oops. Yep. And it just, the first game, like, yeah, nothing's happening, really. Like, there's nobody there. Right. Finally, you know, of course, I think it was Dottie or something that ended up winning. Yeah, it was literally him just scratching his balls. Yeah, he the whole time. He was not paying attention at all to the In game. fact, after the game, the Mr. Lowenstein, the yeah. right-hand man to Mr. Harvey, comes down and congratulates Jimmy on a good win. And Jimmy's sitting in the dugout, splashing his face with water. He looks... Mm-hmm. Looks horrible, like he's just been nursing a hangover all day. Really. I think actually some kids came up to ask for his autograph, and uh, Lowenstein told him, you know, not today, you know, come back at the next game. Oh, yeah, game. yeah, because he knew that yeah. Jimmy was drunk and oh, yeah. no position to yep. be doing that sort of thing. And he told he tells Jimmy, he said... You're expected to coach, you know, Yeah, you are girls. expected to coach some. He's like, I didn't think you had your head in the game until I saw you scratching yourself yeah. for an hour straight. Yep. He's like, at least you brought, at least you got the energy to do that. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, you're supposed to coach, you know, them. And he's like, or you're supposed to coach them, you know, the ball players. And that's whenever he's like, ball players. He's like, I don't have ball players. I've got girls. Right. He's like, you know, girls that don't want to sleep with, you know, with me after the game. And just all this other stuff yeah we get like another this time for sure a fake like news type oh for of sure thing. it's all the actresses and it's yeah. kind of like just a little um is In, that what you call like a fluff piece where it's just a bunch of i think so it like, was basically introducing some of like the main girls you know like oh dotty and you know um i love it though they get to marla because all the other girls they filmed like up close, right? And, and they know. were some of them was like one was pouring tea, yeah, you and know. another was knitting, you right. know, showing a bunch of like girly stuff while right. they were playing baseball. Well, poor Marla, they they show her like way off where you can't see her face. <laughs> They're like, and Marla Hooch, what a hitter! <laughs> yeah, she's way off on yeah. like second base and like <laughs> filmed her at home plate or yeah. something. <laughs> and once that little newsreel thing finishes. We we kind of cut to um we cut to the end of yet another game yeah and it's a they must have had another win because I think so they've yeah. you know they're celebrating and stuff and anyway so here comes uh May was it or was it um uh, I'm trying to remember that that character's name but she's coming to ask the coach if she can take her son on road games oh that's Evelyn Evelyn because yeah. the husband is home. But he, I guess he's out of a job. He's out of work. And his excuse for not being able to watch The Sun is because he's too busy looking at the one ads. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're looking at one ads. That means you have all the time in the world <laughs> exactly. while you're not looking at one ads. Well, we find out real quick. Sorry. We find out real quick why the the uh, husband doesn't want to take care of The Sun. Right. Yeah. He's, um, he's kind of a little, he's a jerk. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, Evelyn is asking, you know, so, you know, can I, you know, bring my son with me? Um 
you know, when, while we travel. Right. And I love it because his response is just ball players and he, you know, spits some chew. <laughs> and Evelyn's like, oh, he's the sweetest little boy. You know, everybody's going to love him. And then the next scene Gosh, is on the bus. This kid, man. And we see like this fat kid and he's running down the aisles with these things in his hand. So it's hitting the women in the back of the head. Yep. And so... You know, he's running and screaming and doing that. And then he actually goes up to the driver and puts his hands over the driver's eyes while he's driving. And it causes the driver to, you know, of course, swerve. So, like, all of the luggage and stuff is coming up off the off the bins and exactly. hitting everybody. And so, finally, the driver ends up, you know, stopping the, the uh, uh, bus. Right. And he's like, that's it. He's like, I quit. And at that point, um, the chaperone gets off the bus to, to um, you know, get the driver back. And I love it because May is like, Evelyn, Evelyn. She's like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to kill your son. And she picks up a bat and she actually chases oh, the dude. kid off the bus. Yeah. These people hate this kid. Well, yeah, he's a pain <laughs> in the ass. Yeah, he is. And so sure enough, you know, they're chasing after this kid around the, you know, the outside of the bus. You know, uh, we see the chaperone and, you know, the bus driver, because she keeps begging. She's like, you know, the girls have a game. You know, we need, you know, we need you to drive the bus. And the guy is like, you know what? I don't care. And he picks up dirt and actually throws it in her face. Oh, I missed that. I was wondering how her face got dirty. (laughs) And so, um, you know, so they have that part. Mm -hmm. And then we see, you know, um, May is telling, you know, Evelyn, you know, keep that kid away from me. Yeah. And Evelyn is like, he's really very sweet, Dottie. And Dottie's like, yeah, she's like, I hope I have five just like him. Right. (laughs) Jeez. And so now, you know, a bunch of the ladies are outside, you know, outside of the bus and, uh, you know, smoking, which of course they're not supposed to be doing. Exactly. And, you know, they're like, hey, Dottie, you know, so she goes over there and she, they're like, hey, you want to come with us? And she's like, well, where are you guys going? And she's like, we're going to a roadhouse called the Suds Bucket, which nice. <laughs> and uh, that's a nice name for a bar. It is. <laughs> it's actually kind of kind of clever. Yeah. But and so she, you know, but she's asking. She's like, well, how are you going to get past Mrs. Cuthbert, who's the um, right, their know. little chaperone lady, yeah. who's supposed to like keep them in line, yeah. and keep them ladylike and stuff. Yeah. And so um kit's like may's gonna poison their dinner and she's like what and they all start like laughing and everything and yeah this is illegal it is i mean i'm pretty sure the laws in 1943 were probably basically the same right as far as uh that sort of thing might go you know at that point mrs cuthbert is trying to wake up jimmy yeah and so um she keeps yelling at his name and stuff and finally, he wakes up and he's like, come here. And he like starts kissing her. Yeah. And, you know, then he opens his eyes and he starts to scream when he realizes, you know, who it is. Right. And then he takes a swig of alcohol and he spits it out in the aisle. He's Jeez, like, dude. He's like, what the hell is going on? And he's like, why have we stopped? And one of the other girls that's on the bus is like, Lou quit. And he's like who's Lou? She's like the driver. <laughs> the bus driver, yeah. And now the girls are still, the other girls are still out there smoking and he comes, you know, comes uh, off the bus and he's like, you know, hey girls, come on, we got, you know, just like speaking and, you know, you know, you can't even understand really what he's saying. Right. And anyway, he's like, 
you know, they're like, is that even English? You know, so they get, you know, start getting back on the bus. And then he tells Mrs. Cuthbert, he's like, by the way, I loved you in The Wizard of Oz. Because <laughs> she did. She looked like the Wicked Witch before yeah. she became the Wicked Witch. I kind of wonder if maybe that line was ad-libbed or not. I don't know. Maybe. But... But anyway, so the next scene, they show Mrs. Cuthbert, and she's sick as a dog. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, they show her, and she keeps, like, vomiting and Jeez. stuff like that. And at that point, you see a bunch of the ladies sneaking out. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, they're at the Suds Bucket. And we get kind of, it's kind of like a long scene of doing a lot of swing dancing, particularly May. Yeah, I would just like to say that swing dancing, Looks scary. to me, has always, yeah, like... <laughs> Possibly the most dangerous form of dancing ever. Right. But yeah, like you said, it's it's a big long scene of everyone's having fun. They're they're out dancing and they're flirting with guys and some of them are making out with guys and stuff. The scene starts to end and wrap up when Dottie shows up. Well, she's like the, driven up to this place by a horny teenager. Really, this kid looks like he's fourteen. He does, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, what do you say? Me and you go into the back seat, and you, you make, make a, man a man out of me. Out of me. And she's, she's like, like, what if I just beat up on you for a little bit? What if I slap you around for a while? And he's like, well, can't we do both? <laughs> yeah. Which, ugh. So like, anyway, no kid. And like you said, so you know, at this point, we see some of the chicks making out, you mm-hmm. know, with guys, and Dottie, you know, comes in. And uh, she tells all the women, she's like, hey, she's like, we got to get out of here. Lowenstein is on his way. If he catches us, we're all out of the league. Right. So at that point, you know, all the women start scurrying and, you know, trying to get out. And, you know, Kit, you know, also starts to like leave. And then she turns around and she tells Dottie, she's like, hey, she's like, thanks. And so um, after Kit starts to leave or whatever, um, she's talking to May and... um, uh, Doris and she's like hey she's like did she come and they're like she came and then she's like well where is she <laughs> well there's somebody singing in the background mm-hmm, in the it background. turns out it's Marla and they're like they're like yeah she's there and you know like you said so Marla's up there singing and you could tell she's drunk I mean I'm not gonna lie <laughs> Marla at the beginning of this I think she kind of started to make her voice sound worse as it went on. Yeah, because she's supposed but to be But at the drunk. beginning, her voice actually sounded yeah, pretty good. Yeah, she wasn't good. that bad. She's a pretty good singer. And Dottie is like, what did you, you know, what you guys do to her? And she, they're like, nothing. We just gave her a dress and a <laughs> lot of liquor. And they start to like laugh and stuff. And yeah. then, then at that point, Dottie, you know, kind of tells them like, all right, you know, go. And, you know, she'll go grab Marla. So Marla is singing to this guy. And, you know, Dottie's trying to get her off the stage. And like I said, she's drunk. And so she's just like, no. Right. And she's like, I'm singing to Nelson. Yeah, which there's this one lone guy who, spoiler alert, unless you've seen this already. I can't imagine most people who haven't already seen it. I know. But this turns out to be her future husband. Right. That she's singing to. And the guy tells her, he's like, you know, I can take her home, you know, after. Yeah, because they're both like, they're infatuated with each other. You can, they're both like making eyes at each other, you know, and just flirting and stuff. Yeah. And so Dottie agrees. It's like, okay, you know, just as long as you get home safe, which I mean, did she agree? Did she go home with that guy or no? They never showed. I'm assuming that's what happened. I, that's what I'm assuming as well. Yeah. Which to me that seems like that would be very very risky. Yeah. Maybe not so much back then. But Maybe not. I mean, these days is like definitely some dude you just randomly met in a bar should not be taking you back home. <laughs> Or taking you anywhere for that matter. And then we have a, after that, we have a short scene at the church 
and uh, Gosh, the yes. women are standing outside the confessional booth, and you all hear of this sudden, loud thud. thud. And um, Doris is like, you know, that's the second time she's dropped that Bible since she's been in there. <laughs> and sure <laughs> that's enough, bad, man. that is pretty bad. So he, you know, she comes out. You know, she does the sign of the cross. And then you see the priest, and the priest is like sweaty. Yeah, he's all like sweaty and, and stuff. You know, I kind of made the joke like he's probably sitting in there going, "Gosh, why did I become a priest?" Right. <laughs> and so Doris is like, "May, what did you tell him?" And she's like, "Everything." Gosh. <laughs> and then we get a small scene with Jimmy, and he's you know hitting some balls. Yeah. And um, he's just blowing off some steam the yeah. night before another game. Yep. And he's rambling on and complaining about having to coach these girls. Yep. And uh, we see the next day, and it's time for their next game again. And they're doing pretty good, you know, and everything seems to be going all right. But yeah. the stands are still not so yeah. full. It's There's a lot of empty spaces still. Oh, yeah. And we see now we've got um, Jimmy notices that Dottie is actually kind of taking on his role. Oh, yeah. She's giving the hand signals to the batters, you know, yep. who, what she wants them to do. And he... Kind of starts to take offense to that. Like, he's the manager. He's the coach. He should be doing that. Right. So Marla is up to bat. And, of course, she's supposed to be, like, their best hitter. Right. And so, yeah. So she starts giving the sign, some sort of sign to Marla. And he goes, what are you, stupid? Yeah. And Doris is like, you know, well, at least somebody's doing something. You know, somebody's actually watching the game. Right. And all he just does is just sit on his butt the whole time, really. He says something about, you know, you're, I think he said, like, you're going to pinch hitter with our best hitter. She was going to have him, have her bunt, I think is what she was going to have her do. And then at that point, he does, you know, it turns into this whole hand signal battle. Right. So she. She starts doing hand signals. He starts doing them. And you see Marla going in and out of the box. In and out, in and out, in and out. <laughs> Poor Marla. And the, has no the idea. One, yeah, the one catcher is like, come on, you know? Right, which I, it's like, yeah, yeah, we've got a game to play, man. And then This fine. game is long enough already with nine innings, right. for Pete's sake. And then Jimmy is like, you know, hey, who's the goddamn coach here? I am. And she <laughs> she tells him, she's like, well, then act like it, you big lush. Exactly. You know. You kind of deserve that, really. Right. And so at that point, Marla goes in, slams the ball, you know, gets a home run, and right. then Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yep. And of course, he's taking credit for that. Oh, yeah, of course. He's like, you know, I'm the manager. I'm the coach. I made that happen. Yeah. Um, And we cut from from their next big win, and we see them on the bus again. I love this. So, yeah, they're on the bus. And it, you can hear, you can hear um, Shirley, who she was the woman who couldn't read. Right. She's in the back of the bus with May, and you know she's sounding out words. And then at one point, you actually hear, <laughs> yeah, one of the other girls go, "Oh, you know, boneyard. Everybody cross, you know, cross your fingers, or you'll never get another hit." So they start to do that or yeah. whatever, and then they go back to May, and this <laughs> Shirley is trying to read, and she's sounding out words. And it's actually like a dirty book. Yes. 
which you 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 kind of you know like oh that's really nice you know she's teaching yeah, her how to she's read teaching her how to read and then you know it gets all the other ladies' attention whenever she hears yeah Evelyn. Marla starts I mean not Marla I'm sorry Shirley she hears Shirley say words like her heaving mound of you know yeah. white breasts or something and they're like what are you teaching yeah, her to Evelyn read Evelyn is like what, May what did you give her to read and she's like oh what difference does it make she's reading okay that's the <laughs> important thing and then she tells her to shoo which I guess is true it is you know but i love it though she gets to she's like breath she sounds it out very slowly and then she she actually stops to look at may and may goes it gets good you know the next page (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, which to me that seems like that would be kind of weird it would but having somebody read aloud a romance novel it would but i mean it is a good point though at least she's reading oh yeah that's true you You know know, because better than nothing she must have probably been one of these people who probably grew up on a farm all her life and, you know, I mean, especially, you At know, back time, then, yeah. from the, you know, 1800s to the, in a lot, of, a lot of areas, you know, if you grew up on a farm all your life, school wasn't always the biggest exactly. priority. Exactly. The priority was keeping the family fed, keeping, right. keeping yourself alive. Well, especially women too. If anything, the men right. were, were probably going to be more educated than the women. Exactly. Anyway. They would be the ones to go off to schools and then probably go off to colleges right. if they were going to go to become a doctor or a lawyer or something. Right. Well, so anyway, so we go from them reading in the back to at this point, uh, Dottie decides to sit next to Jimmy and they have a conversation and it's just, it's basically, you know, she was wondering like, well, why, you know, why aren't you, you know, fighting? Yeah. Or, you know, why aren't you in the war? And he mentions he doesn't have any cartilage left in his leg. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, he asks about her husband and he, she, you know, is talking about how, you know, well, last I heard he was in Italy, but, you know, I haven't gotten a letter or anything from him and. You know, usually I'd get one from him like every week. Right. And I think she even showed a picture of him with, she at did. this point too, right? And she, he's like, oh, he's like, well, he's good looking. <laughs> and she, you know, he just, she mentions like, you know, that he'll be, you know, a manager at the dairy and right, stuff like that. Right, when he comes when back he comes home back and all and, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just getting more like personal, you know, finding out some more about each other. Right. You know? And so now we cut to the next game. And this time the game's really not going so well at this point. You've got all the the women from the peaches. They're coming back to their dugout, or well, really Evelyn is. I'm sorry. Um, and it turns out what Evelyn Evelyn kind of screwed up, and she cost the team two runs by not. She didn't catch a ball. No, what something. happened was because Jimmy is like. Why? Why did you throw home when we've got runners on? You know. Oh, that's what it was. I thought she he's, missed a fly ball or something. No, he's like, because he, he gets upset and he's like, you know, you let the tie, you know, the runner, basically he's like, you know, and we lost the lead because of you. Right. Which you of know? course sends her to start crying. Yeah. Because he was shouting it at her. Well, she was yell- he was yelling at yeah, her. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you need to start using your head. And he's like, yeah. that's that lump that's three feet above your ass. <laughs> and then that's when she started crying. And of course... Now we get the infamous, you know, yes. are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in <laughs> baseball. And Doris is, you know, telling her, you know, like, why don't you leave her alone? And he's like, oh, you zip it, Doris. <laughs> and he goes into the story about how, you know, um, this one guy, you know, was his manager and how, you know, um, he yelled at him. And my parents, yeah. you know, came all the way down from Michigan to see me play this game. 
And he's like, and did I cry? And she's like, no, no. And she's like crying still. <laughs> and he's, and she's like, and he's like, you know, do you know why? And she's like, no. And she, he's like, because there's no crying in baseball. No crying. <laughs> and then the ref comes over and she's like, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. And the ref is kind of telling, you know, telling him, you know, to treat these players like you would treat your own mother. Right. He's kind of sticking up for yeah, Evelyn he's... because he's really being a little harder on her than right. he really needs to be. Exactly. She screwed up, yes. Yeah. But you don't really need to be dogging, digging into her like she he right. is. But I love it, though. After the ref says that, he turns around and Jimmy goes, anybody ever tell you you look like a penis with a little hat on? (laughs) And then at that point, the ref throws him out. Right, that gets him kicked out of the game. And what's funny is the people in the stands and the peaches, they're all clapping and cheering. Yep, they're out. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think at this point, it's like the uh, the game is over. And one of the girls is like, you know what? She's like, if people need to start showing up, she's like, if, you know, if we don't have fans, we don't have a league. Exactly. And then uh, Lowenstein actually shows up right after she says that. And he says, you know, that they've got um, they've got a reporter and a photographer from the Times in the stands. And immediately May and Doris are like, oh, really? Where? And they're, you know, like trying to get like their attention yes. and stuff. And um, at that point, Lowenstein says, well, he's like, I am actually having them do a story on you, Dottie. And Dottie's like, well, why? Right. Why me? Right. And he goes, well, he's like, because you're the queen of diamonds. He's like, that's what we're going to call it anyway. (laughs) Um, And he basically breaks it down for the players that, you know, yeah, you know, if we don't have if we don't have fans, then right. it, you know, it's exactly. going to be over. The league's in trouble. Yeah, the league is in trouble. And this is where some of the sister rivalry comes in again because Kit steps up and she's like, well, did you tell them about me? Right, right. And he's like, oh, yeah, I told the, I told them about you. I told them that the uh, the scout came by and... Didn't even want didn't you. Didn't even want you, but you wouldn't even come until uh, until you're... No, she... But, well, what is it? Dead gummit. She said, but he said that Dottie wouldn't, you know, wouldn't come without her little sister. Or oh, something that's what like it that, was, yeah. Which wasn't at all what happened. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, they're like, oh, you know, it's a real human interest story. Yeah. And then that's whenever, you know, he he talks about how I think May was asking about, you know, um, well, what's what's the mat, you know, like what's wrong. Yeah. And then that's whenever he says, you know, Harvey and the guys think, you know, that they made a mistake and that, you know, basically this could be the last year. Exactly. And then May actually loses it. She's like, you know, she's like, well, what am I supposed to do, huh? She's like, go back to taxi dancing. Yeah. You know, 10 cents to some slob can sweat gin all over me. (laughs) And she's like, you know, I'm never doing that again. You know, so you tell, you know, you go back there and tell, you know, Mr. Harvey, um, What'd she say? Tell Mr. Harvey, you know, that I can't remember what all she said. I cannot remember it. It was a good, it It was was. a good rant. It was. But basically it was. You tell Mr. Harvey that he ain't closing me down. Oh, that's what what she said. And so at that point, you know, she's kind of off in the corner crying and, you know, Doris is, you know, helping her. And he's like, look, he's like, you know, just give them, you know, give them your best and, um, you know, give them all that you got. Right, right, and right. And Doris is like, yeah, well, we always do. Yeah. And so in this game, you know, so far everything is normal. They're playing. 
And really all I got to say about this game is the splits. Right. What? Yeah, That's so this is Dottie's yeah. first. Basically, this is Dottie's idea to spice it up. Yep. So she goes to catch a fly ball. Well, because they even show, you even <clears throat> see like the photographer and you see the reporter yeah. and they are looking bored. Oh, yeah. They look bored as hell. And so, yeah, so sure enough, you know, a, a pop, you know, ball goes up or whatever and... She, yeah, goes right into the splits and catches it. Yeah. <laughs> which everybody is just like, oh my God. Oh yeah, everybody you know? thinks that's just the most amazing thing, which would be pretty it would, amazing. Yeah. It's like, how did you have the ability to concentrate on both those things at one right. time? And one of which is probably painful, I can exactly. only imagine. And I love it though, because the other catcher, she's like, she tells her coach, she's like, I can't do that. <laughs> and he's like, well, who can? And then at that point, the photographer and the reporter are asking for her name. And uh, Dottie, you know, she, you know, exits the field. And Jimmy's like, he's like, what the hell was that? And she's like, I don't know. I just thought I could help out the league. <laughs> and so now we're, we're um, they show him again at church. And I love it because Doris is, you know, she's kneeling, she's praying, she's like, you know, a triple would be great, maybe a double, you know, and, you know, he's like, <laughs> all right, he's like, you know, God knows we have a game. Right. And he's like, and then he's like, this doesn't really help anyway, believe me. And then he turns around and does the sign of the yeah, cross Yeah, he still anyway. does it too. It's like, yeah, okay, man. <laughs> and so now we get like a montage of like a couple of things that they're doing to try to get more butts into the seats. And exactly. one of them is, you know, if you catch a foul ball, you get a kiss. Yeah. And so sure enough, you know, one of the sailors that's in the crowd, he catches a foul ball and he gets to kiss um, Miss, a uh, former Miss Georgia, you know, the pretty blonde lady. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the one rock. that was, well, that comes later when she's singing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, they show her kissing, you know, the sailor. Um, and then there was another one where they did... Uh, threw some balls or something to knock down. There was like Hitler and like some of the other bad guys. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, of course they knocked down the Hitler poster. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just a bunch of ideas to try to get people's interest going, right? And um, it's really kind of working because throughout this whole thing, you see them doing more kind of they're doing more stunts. They're doing mm-hmm. more entertaining. Like there kind was. Of, there was the one things. chick who she slid and she ended up with that massive bruise. Oh, dude. Yeah, that looked painful. It did. Like, they did that. Uh, I think at one point, May takes off her hat and catches the ball in the hat. Yeah. Just, like, a bunch doing whatever they can to start getting Yeah, a bunch of goofy seats. stuff. Yeah. But it's working because by the end of this whole thing, you see just the stadium is just absolutely yeah, packed. Cold. Yeah. And uh, by the end of this, you know, you see... You, you kind of, they show Lowenstein, he's walking through the stands, yep. just kind of nodding. He's like, you know, yeah, this, is a, yeah. this is a good thing. And we fade from that and we are now at another bus ride. Yep. And we see Dottie, she's she's going over to kind of sit next to, um, next to Jimmy. And they're striking up another kind of conversation a little bit. Um, oh, and they're just, they're just talking about the game in general. Um, I think this is whenever, uh. He says something about how, you know, you play, you know, it looks like you play because you love it. Even though yeah. she's kind of like doing the, the thing of like, eh, you know, it's kind of whatever. Yeah. And he's talking about how, well, it looks like you play because you love it. 
And so this scene is closed out basically just kind of they're showing that Dot, Dottie and Jimmy's friendship is just kind of their friendship is growing. He's less of a, a grumpy old drunk yeah. <laughs> to her and she's just kind of more than just a a skirt playing baseball basically is probably what right. he would have put it as. And uh, he goes, like the end of the scene is he's offering her a drink mm-hmm. and she takes the flask away from him and then hands him a Coke. Yeah. And like basically, but you quit drinking. Yeah. So he takes the Coke and he drinks it and kind of mocks her a little bit. It's like, ah, that's refreshing. Yep. And uh, the scene cuts and they're just kind of laughing and being friends and stuff. We cut to the next game and we see that um, the peaches aren't doing so well. It's kind of getting close to the end. Yeah. And this is where Jimmy calls a timeout and he runs out to the pitcher's mound where yeah, Kit is. Yeah, Kit, Kit's struggling. Yeah. And he's like, look, I got to replace you. I got to switch you out with um um evelyn yeah no, not, evelyn, not evelyn dog on it um mary yeah, i think it was betty betty dog on <laughs> too many different characters man yeah um and she's like no look i can do this i need to finish it out and so he uh, yeah he asked Dottie. he's like you know what do you think yeah and she's like well she's like you know she's struggling and then he's like what do you think yeah which you know she and i don't really blame her because yeah. from a game perspective she wants what's best for the team. So right. she says, look, she's, I think she said she's throwing grapefruits or something. Yeah, I think that's what she said. And you, this is where that's what she's Jimmy like, pulls she, her out. Well, and Dottie says, she's like, she's done. Yeah. You know? And then that pisses Kid off and she actually throws the ball at Dottie. And, right. You know, and storms and, off the field. Yep. And, and in comes Betty to finish out the rest of the game. Right. So yeah, um, so after, after Kit storms off, um, we have a quick scene in the stands with Lowenstein and uh, Mr. Harvey. And Mr. Harvey is talking about how pretty much after, you know, after uh, the season was up that they were, you know, probably going to dissolve the league. Right. And Lowenstein is upset about that because he's just like, you know, I gave you, you know, when you didn't have a product, I gave you a product and, you know, kind of like this is it. And, um, well, she, he basically says Lowenstein after hearing that Harvey wants, Mr. Harvey wants to, you know, dissolve the league at that's at this point, Lowenstein, you know, says he's like, look, he's like, um, after this season, I want to take over the league. Yeah. And so after that short scene in the stands with Lowenstein basically saying that, you know, he wants to take over the league, um, after then, um. We see Betty and she pitches, you know, and yay, you know, the Peaches won. They're going on to the World Series. Right. You know, and so after that happens, um, Kit is, you know, sitting in the dugout and she, you know, is looking pretty pissed off and upset because, of course, she couldn't finish. And that's actually what she even tells her sister. She's like, I could have finished. And she's like, yeah, the way that you were throwing out there, you know, we couldn't risk it, you know, right. because, you know, this was our, our way into the uh, World Series. And then Doris walks by and she's like, you know, what's the matter, Kit? You too big to finish your own games now? And uh, at that point, Kit actually took her glove and threw it at Doris and it hit Doris in the face. And Doris turns around and she throws her water at Kit. And then it turned into, at first, like a shoving match outside. And um, 
at that point, Kit actually runs and jumps on top of Doris from behind. And they just get into like kind of a hair pulling fight and just going at it. And May and Dottie are fight, you know, yelling at each other, you know, get your sister off of her. You stay out of it. And they start shoving at first. And then at that point, you see actually, um, uh, you see Jimmy and he actually picked up Kit. Right. And she's kicking and screaming, you know, put me down and stuff like that. And he actually takes her and plops her in the shower and turns the shower on. You know, she's got her clothes on and everything. Yeah. And he's like, look, he's like, you stay in here and you cool off. <laughs> and she's, you know, sputtering and stuff. And Doris is, you know, walking with all the other teammates. And she's like, you know, I don't know why she did that for, you know, that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> um, you know, they're. At that point, you know, everybody's in uh, the dressing room and, you know, Kit comes out. She's, you know, her uniform, everything is drenched. And so she, you know, is talking to to Dottie or whatever. And um, Dottie basically just tells her, she's like, look, she's like, I treated you like a pitcher, a pitcher who lost her stuff. Right. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, um, What'd she say? You always support Betty. You know, you're always backing up her every damn move. (laughs) And just, you know, they have like this whole thing back and forth or whatever. She basically tells Dottie, she's like, you know, you're holding me back. And Dottie is like, I'm holding you back. And she's like, you know, it's like at home. She's like, you know, if you're here, then I'm not here. And she's like, well, what's that supposed to mean? And she's like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what I mean. I know that you know, you're right and I'm wrong. And she's like, and I just get so mad. You know, she's like, why do you always got to be so good? Yeah. Huh? And then at that point, Kit takes off or whatever to go catch the bus. And, um, Mr. Lowenstein ends up coming in while, uh, while Dottie is in the, the dressing room or whatever. Yeah. And this is where Dottie tells him that she, you know, she's like, I want to be traded basically. Yeah. She's like, you know, I don't care, you know, you know, she's like, just trade me or whatever. She's like, but you know, I need to know your decision. Otherwise I'm heading home. Cause that's right. just, before she says, that, you know, just trade me or whatever. She tells him like, I'm going home. And of course he's freaking out. Cause she's like his number one player. Right. And he league. knows all this stuff that she doesn't know yet mm-hmm. about Harvey wanting to dissolve the league next year. Right. Because basically he feels that the war is going to be over soon. Yep. And all the men will be coming home. So it's like, well, what do we need the women's league for? Exactly. So it's like, so she tells them, she's like, well, she's like, just trade me or whatever, you know, but you have better have a decision, you know, soon. Otherwise I'm, I'm going home. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, you know, you gave me a real scare there. And then, you know, now we're back at, I guess it's like a boarding house, you know, where all the women are staying. Yeah. And they're all like, they're all kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Some of them are getting ready to go out and have, have like a night out. Well, May or whatever, you know, comes out in this dress and uh, Doris is like, where'd you get that dress? And she's like, I borrowed it. And she's like, it don't fit you, May. It's too tight. Talking about up here. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't plan on wearing it that long. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know why you bother to get dressed at all. And then at this point, because there's two girls in the front hall, they're, you know, throwing the ball around. And at this point, Kit comes in and she, you know, is like, hey, where's Dottie? And she actually catches the ball barehanded. Right. And they're like, I don't know. She's, you know, in the front room or whatever. And so... 
um, she goes in the front room and she throws the baseball through the window and she's like, you bitch. And of course, everybody's, you know, shocked because of the window breaking and everything. And she's like, you bitch. And Dottie's like, what? And she's like, I've been traded to Racine. And she's like, you? She's like, I told them to trade me. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, you, Miss Star, Miss Perfect. You know, <laughs> you knew exactly that that's what would happen. Exactly. And it turns into this whole fight, you know, and at this point, all the women start following them as they're going up the stairs. Oh, yeah. They want to know what's going on. Um, they get to the top of the stairs and Kit's like, you know, I was getting too good, wasn't I? She's like, I knew if I did, you know, you'd do something to, you know, push me down. Right. And then at that <laughs> point, you know, Kit goes into the room or whatever and slams the door. And Dottie at first is standing outside, you know, and she opens the door and she's like, you know what, Kit? She's like, blow it out your rear end. <laughs> she's like, you know, I'm so sick and tired of you. And then she said, I got you into the league, damn it. And at that point, um, Doris was listening at the door and she's, you know, tells all the other girls, she got her into the league. And she's like, <laughs> and I didn't even want to be here. And Kit's like, so why are you still here? You know? Yeah. And again, it's like a game of telephone, you know? Oh, yeah. They're just the, relaying all the info mm -hmm. downstairs about what the juicy gossip is and yep. stuff. And so she's like, well, she's like, I got to catch an eight o'clock train. I got 10 minutes to pack. And she's like, well, she's like, if you get into any trouble, you'll know who to blame. And Kit's <laughs> like, I'll see you in the World Series. Yeah. And she's like, you know, they're all like, don't look at her. Don't look at her. <laughs> and, so, and then poor Helen, she asks about where her hat is, which is what May bar, you know, May borrowed her hat. Oh, that's who was and, wearing the hat. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, Helen comes out, you know, she's like, has anybody seen my new red hat? And Dottie's like, oh, go piss on your red hat. <laughs> Jeez. And she's like, well, that was uncalled for. It kind of was uncalled for because yeah. all she was asking was for where his hat was. I know. It's not like she asked what the fight was about. Exactly. So anyway. Um, Jerk. But I think it was Betty Spaghetti that was, that was you know, talking to Kit through the door. Kind of like, you know, hey, you know, do you need any help? She's like, you know, you're still in the league. You know, you're just on another team. That's all. Right. And then we cut to... Um, it's uh they're in the the dressing room or whatever again and they're you know getting ready and this right. is where they're singing yeah and which, i like this i like this part of this scene because like you said they're singing and while they're singing some of the women are still putting their uniforms on yeah. so some are in like the bra or they're in like this kind of look like a slip or yeah whatever sort of thing but you see the little boy yeah, still well in the yeah. corner and he's holding his hands over his eyes, but slowly but surely, <laughs> yeah. he eventually takes his hands off his eyes mm -hmm. to look around. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what a little boy would do. <laughs> exactly. And so um, at that point, though, Jimmy comes in and he's like, ah, he's like already dressed. Yes. And so he mentions like, you know, that he found out that if they win the World Series or whatever, that he gets a bonus. He's like, so play hard, play tough, <laughs> yes. you know, use that, you know, use your head. And then of course, Doris is like, that's that lump three feet above our heads. Right, Jimmy. <laughs> um, and they all start laughing, but then it turns sad because there's, um, somebody with the post office and he's like, comes in and he's like, you know, excuse me. He's like, I've got a letter from the war department here. And at that point, that like silences all the women. Oh yeah, because most of the women in that room have mm -hmm. husbands or boyfriends yeah. who are off fighting overseas. Right, and so it silences them right away. Yeah, and he, you know, looks at the the letter and he's like, 
uh, he's like, the least they could have d- done is send somebody in person. You yeah, know, to this let is... you know to let you know that your husband is dead. You know, this is, and it wouldn't surprise me if something like this probably. Oh, was I'm common. sure. I bet it did. You know, this yeah. boy has absolutely no tact, no common no. sense. He's delivering the worst news in the world to some poor woman in that room, and he's got no thought to just keep his mouth shut until he figures out who he's got to talk to. Right. And so (laughs) he's like, well, he, and he looks and he's like, there's, you know, I don't have a name on the list. I'm going to have to go back and get this straightened out. And at that point, Jimmy approaches him and he tells him, you know, give me the telegram. Right. Because the telegram would have the name in it. And he's like, I can't, I don't have a name on the list. And he's like, just give me the damn telegram. And at that point, Jimmy snatches it from him. Right. And kicks him out of the room. Yeah. And kicks him out of the room. She deserves that yep and so he opens it up and he you know slowly starts walking and then at one point one one of the girls actually left the room to go get mrs cuthbert yeah um and then he stops because uh betty spaghetti and um dotty are sitting next to each other and he kind of stops kind of in between and at that point dotty almost looks like she's a accepting the fact that it was probably right. her husband. Because before this scene, she had actually kind of made mention how she hadn't heard from her husband right. in three weeks already. Yeah. And he used to mail her at least once a week. Right. And so anyway, but then he says, I'm sorry, Betty, and he hands her the letter. And of course, she breaks down. Well, yeah. You know, and she's, you know, crying and everything. And Mrs. Cuthbert comes in and, you know, they take her out of the room. And, you know, at that point, all the other women are, you know, crying as well, you know, and emotional. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty heavy stuff to be part of. And so he, you know, kind of tells all the women, you know, well, he's like, we still have a game to play. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the game's going to be called off. Right. And so um, for the next scene, we see Dottie and she's in her room and she's crying and um, you hear a knock at the door and she kind of wipes away, you know, her tears and she says, you know, come in. So the door opens slowly and we see, you know, a man and he's got a cane and he's got something like around his leg. Yeah. And he comes in and, you know, she's, uh, she, you know, knows right away it's her husband, Bob. Right. And Which she, is a huge surprise. Because, yeah. like, how in the world did he find her? See, that's for one? just it. I have no idea how he would have found her. Because it's like, okay, I, I guess maybe. If he talked to the parents, maybe? Yeah, he would have gone home to their farm, I'm assuming. Right. And then they would have said, oh, she went to here and she's on this baseball team. Right. And I guess from there, he would have just had to do a whole lot of footwork and detective work to track down where they were actually at and staying i guess but of course (laughs) so she runs over to him you know they have a good meet and greet and she asks of course like well what happened you know because she notices his leg and the cane that he has right he mentions it was a it was like a sniper or something like that right you know but that he got lucky because you know it took out seven you know seven of their guys yeah and um you know she just is talking about how she missed him so much and he says, you know, I'm here, you know, it's over, you know, I've been discharged and everything. And so it just, it kind of, it goes to like the next day um, for the World Series and stuff. And you see all the women and they're like rushing to get all their crap and, <laughs> yeah. you know, stuff like that. And I love it because, you know, Jimmy is like, 
why am I the only one on this bus? You know, and yeah, you see all the women, they're rushing and trying to get all their stuff. Yes. And then he's like, oh, let's not go to the World Series without Stillwell's toys. You right. Because they're dragging all these like, toys geez. and crap. But then, Gosh, he, kid. but then he notices Dottie. And Dottie isn't with the team. She's right. at, at uh, this car. And he's like, oh, he's like going for a little day trip. And she's <laughs> like, you know, no, she's like, you know, Bob and I are going home, you know, back to Oregon. Yep. And he's like, you know, he's like, I always thought that you were, you know, a ball player. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she, you know, was like, well, you're wrong. And he's like, oh, was I? You know, and it just turns into this whole conversation. And it, it turns into she ends up saying, you know, it just got to be too hard. And she, he's like, it's supposed to be hard. He's like, yeah. you know, oh, it's true. Yeah. He's like, if it wasn't hard, then everybody would be able to do it. Yeah. And he's like, you know, this is chicken shit. He's like, you know, if you guys, if you want to go off and have babies, that's fine. That's your business. But he's like, but, you know, flaking out like this and quitting, he's like, you're going to regret true. Yeah. He's like, you're going to regret that the rest of your life. Which is true. I mean, they didn't show, they didn't write into this movie, like, the conversation between her and her husband. Right. But it seems to me like the logical thing to do. But, of course, you know, we're we're kind of coming at this right. in this day and time and, um, you know, keeping in mind that this is supposed to be 1943. Right. And things are different. Roles are different. You know, life is just plain flat out different. But to me, the logical thing would have been like, okay, look, I'm back. I'm home. Why don't you just go ahead and finish out yeah, this season? Exactly. And when you're done, let's just go home. Right to Oregon, which I think is where they live. Yeah, Oregon. And then we'll start our family then. Right. But first, just finish this because you've got an obligation to your team and your players and, you yep. know, the whole nine. So, but anyway, so basically Jimmy at that point is pissed because it's like he just lost his catcher. Right. And she's like, well, you know, bye, Jimmy. You know, good luck. Kind yeah. Of thing. And he gets on the bus and... The bus starts taking off. They start going in the opposite direction in their car. Mm-hmm. And then we get just like a brief, um, short amount of time. It starts off with like the the Bells end up winning. I think it, it ended up being like they won three games and then they ended up basically tying the series to right. force a game seven. It exactly. Just, it was just like the, they just showed brief, you know, like headlines or whatever. Right. Of, Showing each team's mm-hmm. win stuff, you know. Right. And so, yep, we're in the, the final game. Yep. And uh, so now we see, you know, we're outside of the baseball stadium where it's going to be played and you see you know there's a bunch of people clamoring to get in yeah there's a scalper basically yeah he's like (laughs) selling tickets and this one guy walks up to buy a ticket from the scalper he's like my daughter's in there playing and whenever she wins i'm going to take her out to dinner yep and uh doris murphy the best player that they got yes (laughs) and uh you see inside the stadium now it's inside the the locker locker room yep and he's Jimmy. like, all right, all right, all right. It's time <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. song and dance. And he's like, what is that smell? And one of the chicks is like, 
Alice says she thinks it's bad luck to change her socks. And so he's like, so we all have to suffer for it? He's like, get over there. Jeez. And he's just, at this point, he's giving, you know, outfielders, I need you to do this. I need, you know, everybody needs to do this, that. Yep. And then, so finally, he says, he's like, you know, he's like, I want to lead us all in a prayer. And all the <laughs> chicks are just like shocked. They're like, what? Prayer? Yeah, really? You're going to pray? And so he see him, he's kind of struggling to get down on one knee, you know, because yeah. his knee is all messed up. And he starts off, you know, the prayer. And I love it because at one point he's like, also, he's like, you know, I want to thank you for that waitress uh, from last night. He's, Gosh, he's like, yes. you know who she is. She kept calling your name, which as a kid went right over my head. What right. That meant. <laughs> yeah. And all the women kind of sitting in the circle with the prayer. They're looking at each other like, yeah. really? It's like, this is what <laughs> we're praying about. And then finally, he's like, you know. And God, he's like, you know, they're good girls and, you know, they deserve, you know, to win or something like that, you know. And at that point, they all put their hands in and say, go peaches. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, I just, I love it too, because he's like, you're killing me, Alice. You're goddamn killing me. (laughs) So she must have smelled really bad. And so at that point, you know, they're doing the national anthem. They're, you know, it's about time to play. Yep. Um, Stillwell Angel is outside of the dugout. Kept, oh my gosh. Kept saying over and ever, over and over again, you know, you're gonna lose. Yes. You're gonna lose. And I love this though, because yeah. Jimmy picks up a baseball glove. Yep. And, and he, chunks it at the kid, smacks him in the nose yeah, and knocks he falls. him down. He's like, ha ha. <laughs> I got, got him. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of, I thought for sure, like, you know, the mom would just come unglued. Like Evelyn would come out of the dugout and like beat him up. Hell but she, she just kind of sat there, was like, "Oh, you're fine. Get in here." Yeah, she's like, you know, do you want to play it, play oh, out there, or do you want to come in the dugout? Yeah, you don't give kids a choice. Yeah, like, do you want to play out there or come play in here? Like, no. So after that, though, so um, Sue Ellen, who is now taking over the pitching job, yeah, is pitching, um, and they're kind of warming up. And he says, you know, Alice, if she doesn't got it, you know, you got to let me know, okay? And he's like, okay. And then at that point, she stands up and takes off the face mask and it ends up being Dottie. Right. He's like, yeah, I heard you. You know, and of course, he's shocked. He's like, well, where'd you come from? Right, because she's like, hadn't been in the picture all this time. Yeah, those six other games, she Mm -hmm. wasn't there. And so, yeah, he's like, well, where'd you come from? And she's... She's like, well, we got to the around Yosemite and we decided to turn back. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, were you afraid of bears? (laughs) (laughs) I would be. I know, right? And she's like, no. She's like, you know, I just decided. She's like, I'm not a quitter, you know, and I'm going to play. Yep. And then he's like, wait a second. He's like, who said that you could play? And he's like, you know, Alice has been, you know, catching the last six games. And poor Alice, like, she looks rough as hell. Oh, dude, she does not like wearing the, she's Mm. wearing the the catcher's garb and stuff. And she's like adjusting it and she's uncomfortable and hot. And she's, and Dottie's like, you don't want me to play? And he's like, well, he's like, you're already dressed. And he's like. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. She's probably still on the roster too, anyway. Mm -hmm. He's like. I, you know, if you want to play, you can play. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll play. And he's like, okay. You know, and he, he turns back around and he's like, you know, we're going to win. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And so, you know, from there, the game is, is on and it's, um, 
it's really kind of hard to do sort of a breakdown play-by-play of these sort of things. But basically, so this whole thing... So you've got Dottie, and she's her usual self. and yeah. She's a great catcher. She's doing a great job. But you also see on the same side, Racine, their players are doing really good. Right. They're just kind of going back and forth, and they're trading points. And we have at one point where... Um, Evelyn again yeah. almost cost the team some points. And or she does cost she does. Them some she points. She costs them, I think, one run. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And she comes back to the dugout and she's like, I, I you know, she's very timid. She's like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. you know. And, and Tom Hanks is like fighting oh, back. Yeah. Like he's he is like, shaking physically. Yeah, he's physically shaking. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna need you to work on that before, you know, for next <laughs> season. And she's like, Oh, okay. She's like Right, okay, Mr. Dugan, and he's just sitting there shaking the whole time, like, <laughs> trying not to go off on her. Yeah. So now it's, um, uh, the peaches are at bat again. Yep. After that whole thing. And you, you've got them up to bat, and they managed to get the bases fairly I'm, loaded. I think, I'm trying to think, so May ended up hitting a triple, which is why she's called all the way May. Oh, that's she, right. I yeah. forgot that was her nickname. So she goes up. She ends up, you know, on third base. And then um, I think Doris was up next. And she gets one. And so May is able to come home. You know, she hits home plate. Yeah. And so, because I think they, I don't even remember now. Sorry, guys. It was like, basically, um so yeah, I want to say May and Dolores both got hits, and then um, Dottie comes up, and of course Kit is pitching, and Dottie swings and she hits like a line drive that would have taken Kit's head off if she hadn't ducked. Right, exactly. And so she's able to, she was able to bring home both May and Dolores, and yep. so that's, I want to. See say like that was what tied it up or something right because dot dotty was still on the base and the next batter for the peaches came up to bat yeah and she ended up hitting the ball but it, it was being like a fly yeah it was a fly so, and they caught it so they were out yeah so because of that it's tied now we're at the bottom of the ninth and yeah. so racing is up to bat so uh one of the girls ends up getting one of the racing girls gets onto first base um, I don't, it doesn't matter. What what matters is, is okay. <laughs> so Kit this whole time is freaking out, um, in the dugout and her, her, uh, teammates are telling her like, look, she, you know, you got to shake it off. You know, you got to go up to bat. Yep. And so anyway, so she's finally up to bat and she gets up there and, you know, she's stepping into the box and then that's whenever, uh, that's whenever Dottie calls a timeout and she goes up to Sue Ellen and she's like high fastballs. She can't hit them, can't lay off them. Right. And she's like, okay, you know, so she goes back behind the, the thing. And so sure enough, Sue Ellen, you know, throws the ball, Kit swings and misses. She does it again, you know, swings, misses this time, third time she, you know, throws the ball, Kit swings and this time connects and it's like a high flying right. you know, ball. So at that point, you know, she takes off the chick that was on first base or whatever starts, you know, running or whatever. Yeah. And she ends up scoring and then um, 
Kit is still running and she actually disregards what the third base coach says, which was to stop. Right, which would she, have been the smart thing to it do. It would have but... been, but she cu- she keeps going. And then at that point, Doris throws the ball to, uh, to Dottie and Dottie is standing on the plate with the ball. And so Kit slams into her. When she slams into her, Dottie ends up dropping the ball. Right. Which means that Kit is safe, and so they end up winning the game. Exactly. And so, you know, Racine is cheering. Everybody, you know, all of them are all excited. Oh, yeah, the stands come alive. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, wasn't that kind of when uh, Lowenstein got the okay to to take over? Harvey looked around, and he saw, like, how everybody was reacting. It's like, it was like it was a regular men's major league baseball game almost. And, well, not almost, it was. Right. And so Harvey looks over at Lowenstein and he says, all right, mm-hmm. you win. We'll keep we'll keep it going. Yeah. And then we kind of cut back down and we see, you know, everybody is just celebrating on the field. Everybody. And yeah, Kit they've... is, like, being lifted up on her teammates' yep. shoulders. The crowds are screaming her name. Yep. And, of course, you know, the Peaches, you know, are disappointed and upset, you know. Right. Like you would be. And, uh... You know, they all, they kind of show like in the locker room um, and, you know, May, I'm sorry, they were all like, Doris especially was like, you know, we had it. Right. It's like, you know, I'm so depressed I could eat a cow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one more, you know, one more out and we would have had it. Yep. May kind of tells, May sort of tells uh, um, Dottie, she's like, look, she's like, you know. She kind of apologizes to her, I right. think, for, you know, being the way that she was and just, you know, kind of like, it's not your fault. Right. That's pretty much what she says. And, um, you know, she's like, you know, I'll see you on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then from there, Dottie ends up, you know, leaving the room and we see Kit and she's signing like autographs for these Oh two yeah, young these little girls, girls are and, like all, yeah, they're like her biggest fans now. Right. And so, you know, she, um, you know, signs them and, you know, tells the girls, you know, get dirty, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so finally, um, so finally the, you know, the two sisters are going to talk. Yeah. And, you know, she, she was talking about how, you know, um, kind of like, you know, great play or whatever. And, um, she's like, well, she's like, you were guarding the entire base, you know, what was <laughs> What'd I supposed you expect to... me to do, yeah. basically? Yeah. Which is true. It's yeah. like I was trying to get to home plate yeah. and you were in front of it. Yep. And so it was kind of like a, you know, I don't want to argue type of thing. Yeah. And she, so she ends up asking, you know, she, she says, you know, like, look, Bob and I are heading home, you know, you're more than welcome to, you know, join us. Yeah. You know, for the ride or whatever. And this is when Kit tells her she's like well she's like actually me and the girls were you know some of the girls were gonna you know stick behind and um see about getting some jobs and she's like i really like it here yeah it it just it turned into you know so kit yeah her plan is to stay there and um you know work right and she wants to go home you know and have babies exactly and <clears throat> but they they decide to kind of they basically bury the hatchet yeah by the end of this and you know i think i think kit even said something like you know thanks for getting me in the league yeah and i is like you didn't get yourself into the, or um i didn't get you into the league you got yourself into the league she's right, like she i got, got you, you into yeah, yeah she's like i got you into training exactly 
And so, you know, like you said, it kind of ends with them bearing the hatchet. And, yeah. Um, she, you know, goes to get on the bus and she, you know, says goodbye to her husband real quick. Right. Who I guess they were just going to meet at the hotel. I don't I guess know. so. I don't I, get that. I have no idea what they were doing. Yeah. They were just, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, so it ends, you know, basically with her getting on the bus with her teammates and, you know, um, also... Uh, getting onto her bus with her teammates and the two, you know, buses going uh, separate. Right. And then we go back to present day, which I'm like, damn, how how long was old Dottie standing outside I know. for? Like, she must have been standing there for like two hours <laughs> yeah. or so, just reminiscing this entire right. saga in her head. So anyway, Jeez. so we, you know, you see like all of the older ladies, you know, all the older players, and we see old Doris and old May. And they're like, hey, they're like, is that who I think it is? And freaking old Doris picks up a baseball and throws it at old Dottie. (laughs) And of course she catches it. And I'm thinking, what if old Dottie didn't have, you know, the reflexes that she used to have? Exactly. Like, that's kind of a stupid way to test that. Just walk up and yeah, ask Yeah, hey, are her. you Dottie Henson from, yeah. you know, whatever? And freaking knock somebody in the head and exactly. kill them or something. So anyway, so of course she catches it and they're like, oh, you know, it's Dottie. And then... We go through, you know, and we see, yeah, all of, like, the, oh, yeah. the old players and stuff. All the way May is there. And she's like, well, right. I'm married now. Yeah. I'm not all the way May anymore yeah, or whatever. you know. Um, and then my favorite was Marla. Because I don't think we said it, but at one point Marla got married and left during the season. <laughs> oh, I forgot she did kind of get married yeah. and left in the middle of the... I, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, they were like, see We talked about season. her meeting her future husband. Right. I forgot about that. Sorry about that, y'all. We forgot about that. But anyway, so it's yeah. It's easy to forget about yeah. some things sometimes. It's just, there's just so much going on. There was. And unless you like. That was during one of the scenes where, yeah, it was kind of going, you know, they did like that scene and then there was like a short baseball scene and all this other stuff. Yeah. And so I got lost in there. Yeah. Anyway, so finally she gets to Marla and. She Marla does like the face that she did before, and that's when she realizes that it's Marla. And you know, she they're just that talking back and forth, and then this is when you find out that Bob had passed away, yeah. Um, you know, that winter, exactly. And so, after that, you know, um, now all the women have showed up at the uh, the Hall of Fame, yep, which is where the women, you know, the women's league is being inducted into the Hall of Fame, yep. And everybody so, is yeah yeah exactly. so they're all excited and everything and um is this whenever she meets Stillwell or was that after they go inside um i think that was after they go inside not before it was before they went into the actual induction area where all okay. of their stuff is but in kind of a i guess a common area well, so basically this fame. is okay so yeah so they're all in the hall of fame looking around and stuff and then um this is whenever this man approaches and she, you know, doesn't recognize him. And he's like, oh, you don't remember? And he's like, you're going to lose. And so it's growing up still well. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, where's your mom? And he's like, oh, mom died a few years ago. Yeah. Which was Evelyn. And she's like, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, she was such a nice woman and a damn good baseball player. And I'm like, not really. She kept <laughs> she, messing She kind of gave away a lot of points, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. I guess you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. Though. Yeah. 
And so now it's time for them to be able to enter, you know, into their part of the Hall of Fame. Yep. And at first it was going to be, the ribbon was going to be cut by one guy. But Doris is like, you know what? She's like, this isn't right. And she's like, Mr. Lowenstein, you know, you were the one who kept this going all those years. She's like, you should do it. And so at that point, Mr. Lowenstein, you know, cuts the ribbon. All the women are able to go in. Yep. And, and there's all their stuff. There's all their stuff, all the pictures, just, you know, all the memories, you know, come flooding back. Oh, yeah. Everybody's reminiscing. They've mm-hmm. got little artifacts in this room, like some of the old uh, lockers yeah. from the locker room is there. Uh, their um, uniforms. Some pictures and uniforms. Um, and this is also where we find out that Jimmy, who was also inducted into the Hall of Fame, we find out that he passed away in 1987. Yeah. Which is pretty good. That would have made him, like, 81. Pretty good for a drunk. Well, yeah, that's true, because he was born 1906, Yeah, it said. said 1906. Yeah. So, yeah. He would have been really old. Oh, yeah. And, um... <laughs> and in the middle of this, the... There is Dottie, and she's looking at an old picture of her and her sister. And, yeah. And then in walks this woman with this large well, group wait, behind her. Before that happens, so she's looking at this picture, and Sue Ellen starts singing the oh, song. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's got to sing. Yeah, so we're <laughs> the members of the All-American League. Yeah. So that they're singing that song, and in comes this woman with her family, you know, and she's got a couple of grandkids and stuff, and she comes in, and... She walks up to one of Kit's, you know, pictures and they're like, oh, you know, was that you, Grandma? And sure enough, you know, at this point, Dottie and and Kit see each other and they just give each other, you know, a big hug. And oh, my God, you know, it's so good to see you. Right. Because I have a feeling it sounded like at the beginning of the movie that they were not all that close. Yeah, I guess maybe they probably didn't see each other all that often, at least. Yeah, it's probably maybe their relationship is that maybe they see each other, maybe like. A couple of times a year or something, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Maybe their lives are just so far apart. Like, maybe they live so far apart that it's just hard to really get together or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe relationship-wise, they're just not that close. Right. And so, anyway, so, yeah, it, you know, ended with them, you know, just giving each other a huge hug. Yep. And, um, you know, um, somebody was taking, you know, pictures of them. And then, finally... Somebody was like, hey, you know, let's get the whole, you know, the original uh, peaches back together, you know, yes. and they all, they all get in line, you know, and take a picture. And it's like they got in the same line that they did, like for the original team picture. Yeah. And it, it just, you know, kind of showed that. And, you know, that was pretty much how it ended. Yep. So. Yeah. Lived happily ever after. <laughs> they did, you know, for <laughs> the next couple of years until they died. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple of years, jeez. <laughs> well, How old were these people they right now? Would have been old, man. I don't know. <laughs> so, I do have actually a lot of facts. So, in one of the scenes, one of the women, you know, she uh, slid into the base, and you could see afterwards like this huge bruise. Right. Yeah, y'all. That was a real bruise. That was <laughs> on on this actress's thigh or whatever. It remained there for over a year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's that's a really deep bruise if it's going to stick around for that long. So, during filming of the World Series games, stars took to uh, turns entertaining the unpaid extras. Tom Hanks did puppet shows over the dugout. 
Rosie O'Donnell did stand-up comedy, and various actors pretended to be Madonna and sang her songs after the singer balked at performing for the fans. Nice. Yeah. That, uh, that Good for sing. them, because that's kind of some BS. I know, right? Okay, so the storyline was inspired by the career of baseball legend Dottie Collins. During World War II, Collins played for the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League and pitched 17 shutouts during her six-year career. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's, yeah. Um, all the injuries and bruises in the film were real injuries that the actresses received during filming. Jeez. At, at that point, like, if you're getting injured for real filming a movie, I almost feel like it's like, is this really worth it? Yeah. <laughs> So Gina Davis, uh, she joined the production as a late replacement for Deborah Winger a few days before filming was due to start. Hmm. Davis's character was supposed to be one of the greatest female base players, baseball players in America, and the cast had been doing baseball training for months. Within weeks, Davis had mastered the game and was regular beating all her co-stars. Good. Right? <laughs> so Lori Petty, who she's the one that plays Kit, yeah. Um, in reality, is a faster runner than Gina Davis and had to run slower while appearing she was running at full speed. Nice. Yeah. She had to kind of dial it back to make her make her co-star look good. Pretty much. Okay, so this is cool. So the characters at the Baseball Hall of Fame and seen playing as the credits roll are real original players from the league portrayed in the film. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, for the famous split catch, uh, Gina Davis had to have a stunt double slide into the split. Although Davis could do the splits as shown, she couldn't slide into it. Ow. Yeah. See, that's just it. Like, so, like, sometimes when you're watching the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, you know, reality mm. show. And so the che <laughs> these cheerleaders have this famous move, jump the split. jump split. Yep. And every time, like... They're bouncing off the field <laughs> when they do this. It's like, how is this not, whenever you're in your 40s, 50s, whatever, is this not going to cause some sort of joint damage or problems with your, your pelvis, your your hips, your something? Like, I don't know, just <laughs> that sort of thing just looks painful to me. Then again, I'm a guy, so I don't know. Maybe there's something right. to it that guys just... <laughs> so the more mature Dottie and Kit are played by Lynn Cartwright and Kathleen Butler, but their voices are dubbed by Gina Davis and Lori Petty. Because that's oh, just it. The actress, both of them dubbed it. Because mm -hmm. oh. that's just it. They sound like I said exactly like I know. Them. And it's like as people age, even their voices will change. Exactly. But I mean, you know, I guess because the actress is playing them in older as older people maybe their voices were just drastically different right it's like no 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 we're gonna have to overdub so let's see actresses okay actresses auditioning for the film had to prove they could play baseball all the actresses cast in the film apart from gina davis did their own baseball stunts none of the performers wanted stunt doubles huh so that's cool yeah tom hanks uh gained 30 pounds in preparation for his role he attributed the weight he gained to a nearby Dairy Queen. Mm, Dairy all, Queen. <laughs> all during filming, Penny Marshall encouraged Hanks to keep on eating. Meanwhile, she also told Rosie O'Donnell to eat as little as possible. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which, side note, 
Okay, so Marla Hooch got all kinds of shit, right, for not being pretty to be on, on right. you know, the team. Yeah. How the hell did Rosie O'Donnell's character end up on the team? Right? Because I mean, neither she, one of those women are, like, yeah. ugly, ugly or whatever, but... They're not... I mean, still, it's yeah, like... I still don't understand that. Because, like, yeah, exactly. When they were <laughs> scouting and casting for yeah. the league and the team and stuff, the whole thing was, like... Yeah. Okay, we're we gotta have you people gotta to play pretty. baseball, but you also gotta be eye candy too. Yeah, exactly. So and that's Ro- why they kept going after the pretty chicks. Yeah, and Rosie O'Donnell, I'm sorry, is not eye candy. I mean, she's not. I mean, she's not, you know, ugly or nothing, but Right. No, I mean, whenever you're looking for a supermodel, you're not gonna immediately go, I want Rosie O'Donnell. Right. <laughs> so let's see. Um after league tryouts were completed, all the players were sent to Charm and Beauty School. This is factual, as the real AAGPBL players were sent to the Helena Rubenstein Beauty Salon to be made over. Oh, wow. And they attended evening charm school after afternoon practices, where proper etiquette, hygiene, and the league dress code were taught and reinforced. I could believe that, especially Mm -hmm. like we kind of talked about, we touched several times throughout this, you know, it being the time that it was in. You know, I could see that. Like, okay, if you ladies are going to be in the limelight, we're going to have you acting like ladies, basically, you know? Sending them to cotillion classes and charm school and all that good jazz. Right. So, I am, I'm going to finish up with two facts, because there's a ton of facts, so you can check these all out at IMDb. Oh, yeah. Um. All right, so not even Tom Hanks knew when he was going to be done peeing. Uh, Penny Marshall was in a stall with a hose and a bucket making the noise. Nice. So she, yeah, so that would have been hard because he's like standing there like having to keep pretending and, (laughs) you know. Okay, and so finally, the studio wanted Jimmy and Dottie to get together. Uh, There was even a kiss at one point, but Penny Marshall didn't want to distract audiences with a love story, so it was cut out. Well, yeah, plus she's supposed to be married and her husband is off fighting in the war. Yeah, so I'm very... It's like, I get it, your husband's not around, but it's like, can we not have a movie where, you know, people are actually, like, faithful to each other for once? Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll end it, you know, with that. Um, So let's see, what do you, what do you want to use? Um, Do you want to use Henry jump. bars? Yeah, might as well. Five. The... <laughs> I'm giving it five. Yeah, I'll I'll do the same, actually. This is always going to be a favorite, I think, of mine. Exactly. I mean, because Tom Hanks is like... We talked about this before, and I think we've talked about this several times before. But Tom Hanks is one of those actors who's almost like he could do no wrong, almost, as far as... If something were to ever come out about Tom Hanks mm-hmm. negative and it were to be true, that would be that would be crazy. It would. Um, for this movie, you can find this movie pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Amazon. Um, yeah. Voodoo. Anywhere. Oh yeah, it's amazing, especially right now with the COVID nineteen. Yep. This just horrible disease stuff going on. I mean streaming services are kind of really stepping up and they just are keeping more yep. content and stuff trying to keep people entertained so yeah people stay home and we yeah flatten this thing out and you know just you know praying we find treatments and vaccines and stuff for this thing soon and yeah we can kind of start getting back to back to work and back to normal and stuff right um so i'm thinking next week we'll do a comedy i was thinking we could do dodgeball 
<laughs> you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a that's ball. Right. So we'll do that for next yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Spoiler so, alert, I'm going to give it probably more than four. Nice. Whatever we do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.